Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Myself, Mac and Mark all here talking about the West Brom win. Uh, other topics, Harry, of course, who else? Uh, so Harry, Jose, uh, Undumbele, uh, others and uh, talk of whether we can mount a serious title challenge with the next six games that we've got coming up. That and much more. Uh, at L Talk Tottenham is a Twitter handle if you want to give us a follow or uh, tweet any questions or comments. Uh, Mark is at 1981 Spur and Mac is at Mac1882THFC. Give him a follow. And now let's talk Tottenham. Hi Mark. Hi Mac. Welcome back. How are you both? Yeah, right, right. Uh, good win again. Uh, three wins out of three in a three tough fork grind out uh, victories, which we don't usually do. Certainly not back to back. Um, are you pleased with that, or are you uh, a bit disappointed in the performance, or a bit both? Taking our failure, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, to be fair, it's, um, it's, it's a kind of, you know, West Brom's the kind of results where they say you win titles, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, for me, I, I, I don't care whether we're, we're playing boring, playing fancy, as long as we get those three points, that, that's hmm. all that matters for me. And, yeah, as long as we walk away with that, I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. You you the same, Mark? Or you... Yeah, I said it last week, to be honest with you, that, you know, when other teams do it, it's fine to do. Um, I actually, when when Arsenal lose, I always go and look at all their... Because um, I, I, I've told you before, Chris, I get as much pleasure as them, them losing as us winning. So I, I take great pleasure in watching AF fan TV and all that kind of stuff. And I was watching uh, one of the things... Um, today and, and it was a live stream and, and the guy was saying um, it's funny because all our fans were saying we didn't want Mourinho because he plays boring <laughs> football um, where, where, and they were, they were basically slagging off Arteta saying you know when he does it when Mourinho does it they call it parking the bus when we do it it's called a low block and all this kind of stuff they were really laying, really laying into him uh, into Arteta just saying he plays an absolute boring brand of football um, and that's it really you know I'm I was going to say that. Sorry. Carry on. I was going to say, sorry, sorry, Chris, I was going to say, um, I was listening again to talk sport this today and, you know, listen to what Andrew Towns said about, um, about the five subs rule. He said, you know, he, he reckons that's something that's brought in to try and break down these mid-table lower league clubs who sit back, you know, teams yeah. like West Brom, teams like Burnley, um, where you can bring on multiple players to, you know, world-class players to, to be able to break the team down and get the result. Um, and he was dead against the, the five subs rule, but the point he made about these these teams that sit back, I think, was spot on. You know, these teams they do sit back, they do make it difficult, and and uh, whether it be the 88th minute or the 8th minute, to, you know, to get a 
I think historically they're the teams we struggle against. We had the two really good seasons with Pochettino where we put them all to the sword, but generally we struggle. But the next six games, City at home, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Palace away, Liverpool away, Leicester at home, all of those teams really, with the exception maybe of Palace, are going to come and attack us. So that leaves us open for... Kane to drop deep, Son to make runs, Bale as well if he starts playing. So I think we'll end up playing a lot more of attacking football like the the Southampton Man United that we saw in these games just because there'll, there'll be gaps there where the other teams are attacking us. I don't know, you're right. We seem, we seem to have done better against teams mm. that like to play the attacking football because they do leave the gaps. Yeah. You know, we, but then again, to be fair though, you look at these teams that have sat back predominantly, you know, we've, I think we've always seemed to sort of struggle against, you know, Burnley have been a bit of a bogey team for us over the years, even under, under Poch, you know, we found it hard to, mm. to get a result against, against that type of team. Um, you know, regardless of, of the tempo of football that we played under Poch compared to what we're playing under Jose, it's Tottenham always seemed, in my opinion, to have, have had that issue when it comes to, to the higher tempo, uh, to the, I think we had that one season under Pochettino, the 16-17, where we ended up, all these teams who came to White Hart Lane to park the bus, we ended up getting a goal within the first, like, 10 minutes, and then that was game over. And that's the only real season I can really remember that. But What do, what do you think, Mark? Do you reckon uh, we're going to see more attacking? Uh, well, I, I said, yeah, we definitely want to get them teams. And I think things we don't really mention, and you don't hear mentions, we also played on Thursday yeah. in Bulgaria. And we had, you know, two days recovery. Um, mm. So we were about to travel back from Bulgaria, let's say we did it straight after the game. We only had Friday and Saturday to recover, and then we were playing at 12 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. You know, these kind of things do have an impact. And was it Klopp that, did you see the thing? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Even Klopp mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like Klopp, I've had moans yeah, at him before, so, but fair yeah, play we, to him there. We have to we have to consider these things. Mm. Uh, you know, th- these are factors of where we would look a bit fatigued. And um, and Kane was playing in that game. Bow mm. was playing in that game. You know, the, the, the lot of the, we had a good strong team out um, in Bulgaria, um, and they will that will play a part. So to grind mm. out a, a, a win away from home, um, you know, I'm definitely not moaning about it. I'm I'm really happy that we're we're managing. It's just I don't really I don't really care. No, honest, if we don't, if we win, if we win every single game the rest of the season, one nil. I'm on, I'm on cloud nine, mate. Yeah. I really don't care. I really do not care. Yeah, I, I saw, <laughs> I saw a tweet ages ago that on Twitter it said uh, it was one of those vote ones. It was a, would you want to win the league if you can't go to the stadium and watch the games? And obviously the the majority was yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I would want to win the league. But there were some people saying no, I wouldn't want to win the league because I can't go and see the games. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
Exactly the same. I think we're about the same age, aren't we? All, all of us here. So rather than just I think all we know is Pochettino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those six games uh, a bit later on because that, that's going to kind of decide if we're title contenders or not even though it's well, still early days but no and you know they're, 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 they're special moments and people yeah. mock but you know winning any trophy is a, is a great you know it's, for me being in that stadium with each Chelsea and going and hugging my mates after the game was better than getting in the top four you don't get a cup mm-hmm. in the top four you know, and I know it's only a league. I know it's only a league cup, but the feeling of going back down top and going into the pubs on that day and getting absolutely smashed with my mates and you know rubbing it into Chelsea fans, it, it was it, you know it don't get better than that really. No, it was great. It, you know, I'm, you know when we uh, when we when we won the first one with Nielsen with the last minute, yeah, that you know, as well. Yeah. I was mate. I was I was in I was at HMS Collingwood. Right, I was in the I was in the bowling alley across across the road from the uh, from the base, and I think I was one of three Tottenham fans in in there, and then we we, we just went fucking nuts. It was you know <laughs> it, was, it was just one of the, one of it was one of the you know the best experiences. Don't get me wrong, there was a plethora of different football fans in there, but it was just oh, it was just so sweet just mm. just being there. With you know, I couldn't get to the game duty weekend. You know, I was I was duty Friday Sunday. You know, at the um, what was it? Sort of Saturday, Monday. Either way, I can't remember what day the game was now. But uh, you know, I remember having that one day off, and oh, mate, I was I was hanging for my duty the next. 
it. But, you know, you don't go out and get rinsed and, and shit-faced with your pals on, on a top four finish. Mm. No. You know, it, first, I, did, I did the first time when we beat Man City, but then, you know, mm. after that, you've done it and you've had the two experience of the Champions League. It's not well, it's not a celebration, is it, to finish top four? Well, to, to be fair, though, I think that whole season, though, I, I don't think anyone would blame you for going out and getting shit-faced after that, because that whole season, the way it was up and down, and that it all hinged that last game, and then just, you know, the ball coming in and seeing Crouchy just, you know, getting get, get, get the head off the deflection. Yeah, at Man City, you had all the, you know, they had the, the billionaire owned, and then it was throwing money at it, that was even sweeter. I know, it, so yeah, so it kind of, as it was the first time, but with the way the season was, and the fact it was City, you're right, it just, yeah, it, it was almost like a cup win. It's not been the same since. It's not. It's not. I, I, don't get me wrong. I want to finish in the top four. Um, there's no question about it. But you know, I just want to win. I just want to win cups again. You know, I, I just want a trophy, whether it be an FA Cup, a League Cup, not the fucking Audi Cup. A proper, a proper established, um, a, a proper established cup that we can say. You know, I'd love the Europa. Um, I, I, I don't know, mate. I'll, I'll be honest. There's, there's something. There's a different feel this season, and, and maybe it's a combination of the fact that we've got a proven winner at the helm. The way that we started, you know, his record since taking over at Spurs, and the fact that this is a really strange year because of everything that's gone on. But just you know, and, and also the fact is that the season's going to end in a one. You know, is, is all these things combined going to mean that Tottenham are going to have something? To, to celebrate at the end of this this season, you know, whether it be you know European Cup, whether it be you know pinching the, the the Premier League or you know or the FA Cup, yeah, um, or the the Carabao Cup. I, I I just I'll be honest. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. My missus got feelings to the point where she wants to put a fifty quid bet on Spurs winning the league. She says I've got a feeling we're going to do it. <laughs> These next six games, I think, if we can get good points out of that, I think I believe it even more. But like the the, the Carabao Cup, we're in the quarterfinals now. Stoke away, no disrespects to Stoke, but we should be winning that. So if we don't get to the final in that in that cup, I'm going to be pretty cheesed off. And then get to the final, we don't win it. I'll be even more cheesed off. So basically, I I'm cheesed off if we don't win the Carabao Cup this season, <laughs> based on where we are. There's still some good teams left in that, though, isn't there? There are, but yeah. I think on our day, we can beat anyone. Yeah. Yeah, Ch- Ch- Chelsea is Oh, no, sorry, we beat those. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal, Man City, Brentford, Newcastle, and Everton, Man United. Yeah, but all of those teams are beatable, but then a, a few of those teams will be saying the same about everyone else, us included. But, yeah, anyone but, yeah. can win that. Anyone, any one of them teams can... All it takes is, you know, people getting a purple patch at the right time, a few more injuries, you know, and, you know, you're either going to excel or the wheels are going to completely fall off. Mm. Man City have won it, what, for the last two, three seasons? Yeah. Um, 
you know, if they're going to go and do it four times, then fair play to them. But, you know, that's not their motivation. Their motivation this season is going to be the Champions League, isn't it? They really want to win that. Yeah. Um, they've got a big enough squad to deal with, with all the competitions they're in. But, you know. well, I think the league as well, they'll want their league back after Liverpool. They will. No, not embarrassed them last year, but Liverpool won it. They're not to do it, though. But like, they're not looking anywhere near as solid as um, they have been in previous years. So I still think they'll beat them. They should have beat Liverpool the other night. If the boy in the school got what was it? Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. what was that boy doing? You'd have put your house on it. At that moment in time when they got that penalty and you saw him pick the ball up, you'd have put your fucking house on that. At least he didn't do a lookman for Fulham. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a friend who's a Fulham fan. He was just—I asked him about it. And like, he, he's never really short for words, but but look, that could be the difference between them staying up and going down. Um, if, you, if you miss a penalty, that's one thing. Yeah, don't try and be clever. That was the worst penalty. I'm not just saying it. I honestly think <laughs> in professional football, that's the worst penalty I've ever seen. Do you know what I think? You're worse than that. Do you know what makes it worse is they're, they're already scrapping for every point they can get. Yeah. Last kick of the game, you've got a chance of getting a point for your team and you decide to be a clever fucker. Yeah. You know, mate, no, put your boot through it, balls the net and, and worry, you know, if it, it goes, goes over, over, it goes over, you know, yeah. that's fine, you know, it's a mistake, but I mean, to do that. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot, doesn't it, to have a worse penalty than Diana Ross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the top top players don't piss around with penalties like that because it's like it's a chance to get a goal, isn't it? They, they don't piss around. The stats show it. And then, talking of top players, and you mentioned Purple Patch, we've got to talk about Kane again. So, uh, question two: You look at the way he takes his. Even just sticking to the penalty subject, you look at the way he takes his penalty. Yeah, he's in the corner, low high. He never, he never fucks around. Yeah. In, you know, I'm going to hit it true. I'm going to hit it as hard as I can, and. I'm hopefully going to score. Why the? F- oh, mate, I don't know. I, I'll be honest yeah. with you. I, I, I watched the game um, and oh, I cringed like fuck with that. I could not believe he did that. <laughs> the, fact, the, the fact that he went to it, the keeper went to his right, had time to steady himself and put his hand out to grab it. I'm thinking, the keeper question for both of you and then uh, we'll go Mac, Shearer and uh, Mark Greaves do you think he'll beat both of those records because he's got 200 goals for Spurs now 150 in the Premier League I um, Mac do you think yeah, he'll beat Shearer well, I'll Premier League, yeah, I think you will. Um, but it's whether or not Spurs are 
are still pushing in the right direction enough for him to, to be there to be able to do it. Well, he's always said, hasn't he? You'll only leave if we're not progressing. Yeah. If we win, yeah, a, if we win a cup or win a league, then that's progressing. So, Mark, do you think he'll beat Greaves' record? It is progressing. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Greaves. Or was that very much dependent on what Max said? Stays in, obviously yeah. stays at Tottenham. But <laughs> if he stays at Tottenham, he'll definitely he'll definitely beat the record because I think you need seventy league goals to beat the league record of Jimmy Greaves, yeah. uh, or equal it. Sorry. Uh, which was 220 and isn't it um, how many is it to I think, think it's 266 overall? or something like that isn't it I think yeah I think the overall record is 266 and the league goal is 220 um, so if he stays then yeah I don't I, I, I definitely think that he'll um, is it 200 he's got two, you only need 66 more yeah. to beat the overall record and 70 more to equal or 71 to beat Jimmy Greaves and um, he can do that in you know, he can do that in less than three this season this season and two more seasons he could do that. Um so yeah, he definitely will beat it if he stays. Um and he's only he's only I think Shearer reached hundred and fifty in um, three games less or something you know, like that. Three games more than what Kane yeah, three games more than what Kane got to and you've got to remember when Kane first came into our team, he was coming on a sub. Yeah. And everything else. Whereas Shearer was an established Mm. Um, was an established player, you know. Well, the time, by, the time, yeah, by the time the Premier League started, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he, was, he, was, he was already well, well, well. He was the, you know, he was a Blackburn. He was the number one, you know. So he, 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 whereas it's different for Kane. So you know, I'll be interested to see how many starts Shearer got as opposed to Kane in that time. Mm. Uh, but that's not taking anything away from Shearer because he was a, he was a bloody quality. He was a quality striker. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, but Kane's got more to his game than Shearer. Yeah, he's kind of not really a striker now, is he? He's, he's, he's defending mm. headers. He's he's getting in the middle of the pitch, tracking back, being the number ten. I, um, he, he's I, kind I, of turning for an all round, kind of an all rounder rather than just a striker. But... I, I wonder whether you know he can move back as he gets older, a bit mm. like Rooney did, and you know yeah. sharing them. He's got that well, he's ability, seen... isn't he? You know, he, he, he's almost like a deep line centre forward, isn't he? With, yeah. with having um, having the the, the the guys left and right slightly ahead of him, you know. But yeah, he's got an amazing footballing brain. You mm. you can see it, and he's not the quickest guy anyway. So you know, I'd even draw comparisons to how Glenn Hoddle got when he was older. Yeah. You know, he he kept he, he went back, he went back, and you know he but he could still pick out that pass. He could he could still hit that ball and and, and do what he needed to do. And I think I think Kane's got every chance, and especially with the way his game seems to have improved under Mourinho as well. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be anything but positive for Spurs. Yeah, I, I think we'll want to sorry, Gary. I'm sorry, Chris. You, you look sorry to no, that's all right, Gary. You look at the players. If you look at the players that don't rely, that don't rely on that pace. You know, Michael Owen did, relied on his pace. Mm. When his hamstring started to get into your time, he wasn't as good. Whereas Kane doesn't. He could, he, honestly, he could play for another 12 years. Mm. He's, 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 an intelligent, he's, an, he's an intelligent football, like Sheringham was. Went on to like he was 40. Because, you know, he, he doesn't rely on his pace. He's clever. He knows what he's doing. He knows where to go. He knows where other players are around him. These are the type of players that can carry on playing and playing and playing. Uh, he won't play to the level that he's at now, but he could he could go on for another sort of twelve years. Mm. Um, he could he could he could break all kinds of records, you know. Mm. Um, he won't 
probably never get to the the numbers that um, Ronaldo and Messi are recording. Um, but he'll, he'll be right up there. Mm. He, he, could, he could absolutely obliterate Shearer's record if he carries on. Mm. You, don't, you don't know, you know. I think he'll like. I think he likes the new role, and he's getting a lot of joy and getting a lot of forward play under Mourinho. So I think he'll stay as long as Mourinho stays. And we are getting in that top four, winning cups, challenging for leagues. But I also think as well, the fact that he's been a recognised striker for how many years is it? Five or six now. The fact that he's dropping deep. Defenders don't know whether to go with him or leave it to one of the midfielders who are kind of outnumbered with Kane coming back. So I think that's possibly why he's getting even more space. And then you've seen what he does with space. Against Man United and Southampton, Chris. To be fair, though, I, I reckon we're doing now because of having more Bale, Bergvine, Son either side of Kane. We're starting to do now what teams like Liverpool yeah, were, yeah. were doing last year and the year before. We've now got a front three, regardless of which way you mix it, and then a midfield where they sat there going, "Shit, what do we do? Where do we go? Who do we mark?" Yeah. Which therefore it does eventually need space, and and it's up to us to make sure, like like Liverpool were doing last year, and you know teams like City that, that we exploit that space and we we get the goals and we and we do what we've got to do, um, you know, and it's it's about time that we're we're doing that. Yeah. Do, do you think the In games? Do you think the games changed? Liverpool have changed the game, so it used to be four four two in the nineties, and then uh, Barcelona, Pep Barcelona changed the. Uh, how football's kind of played again with his Barcelona team, now Liverpool with the, the the three kind of forwards, if you like, and then we seem to be mimicking that. Do you think it's, it, it's changed, or do you just think we've seen a bit of success there and we've got the players to be able to replicate that? Mark, after you, mate. Um, I, don't, I don't know whether it's necessarily changed. I think we played different from Liverpool in the fact that, for me, you know, don't fucking score goals. Whereas we've got Kane, who's gonna, who's gonna, we've got three players there who are all gonna, who are all gonna stick in numbers. Whereas I think for me, they've done a lot of the, the dirty work. I don't think we've got that type of, um, that type of player really. It's similar. Don't get me wrong. I think it is similar. Um, and I've noticed as well that we don't necessarily. They've got two. Um, Bombing fullbacks, you've got Robinson and um, Alexander Arnold, who both bomb forward. Whereas we have one that sort of sort of sit, hmm. and the other one will go forward. So it's, it is different. Um, uh, I don't think we press like we don't really no, press like yeah. Liverpool do either. Um, so and I, I don't necessarily think think that. Um, but you know, maybe other teams will try and replicate it. You know, they've definitely been successful. I, I mean, you know. As much as I don't particularly like Liverpool, I, I, I take my hat off to them and, and to Klopp as well. And, and mm. you know, you got to give credit where it's due, haven't you? Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I don't. I don't think we're necessarily playing exactly the same type of style as them. Mm. To be honest, with you. no, no. We, we, I think we've taken what Mourinho thinks to be the best parts of it, but also whilst trying to make a, trying to keep a, a solid, a solid back line, and you know, making sure that we're not leaving ourselves overly exposed. You know, yeah. if you you know, you look at how we are, we will push forward, but you can always guarantee we've got at least two, three guys sat deep enough back to be able to cover. Whereas you look at, you know, Liverpool against Villa, for example, they just, they were pushing too high up and they were going up as a unit. Um, and that's, you know, and that was their biggest failure in that game. Things just didn't go for them. And I, I, I like the fact that we, we have a, a, real, a really good pressing game, in my 
slightly worried that we seem to be really bad at defending crosses, corners, free kick crosses. Uh, if West Brom had, no, had better... Back there defending. Yeah, but if, <laughs> d- d- during kind of open play, though, certainly crosses, I mean, they were winning every header going. I mean, if they had better uh, strikers there, they got them on target. So, well, yeah, do, do, do you I think know. that's a bit of a worrying issue? I wouldn't, I don't know, I, I, I think there's been improvement over the last three games, definitely. Um, Dyer's started to, I think, started to come into his own a little bit, which is nice. Him and I would have been able to have a bit more of an understanding together. There's a brilliant um, header from Dyer, uh, the, the flip yeah, off the line. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, the, the defence is still my, my biggest worry for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as much as we got that lad from, from Swansea, mm-hmm. I still think we need... Um, we need a, a, a screener. Um, I still think we we need him. We we need that that um, that that big solid defender that's just gonna you know that you can yeah. really really rely on. Because as much as I love Toby, and he was that defender when he came, and you know for many years. But now he's he's getting a bit older. You know, he's still got the head. It doesn't always seem to quite have the legs. Um, you know, at times, but yeah, I, I think we just need, I, I do, I think one defender, but you know, I think I'm not sure if I, I, I said this in just having a conversation with, with a friend or where I said this onto a, um, on, uh, on here prior, you know, now that Dyke's been, been injured, you know, oh, are we going to regret not getting him during the summer, summer because, you know, will, will Liverpool come in for him because he is that good a defender. And he's good enough to replace, in my opinion, Van Dyke. And are we going to miss out because of Liverpool? Yeah. What's the you know, it remains to be seen. Yeah. I mean, there'll be there'll be people going from in January. Whether that's just us two, uh, us and Liverpool, remains to be seen. And the other thing is with him, as, as much as I want us to go for him as well, if he's not. Um, if he's not playing for Inter, he's not going to be. He's not going to be up to up to fitness and up to the pace of the Premier League. But you know, I'd still want to. I still definitely want to sign him. No. Um, but yeah, and, uh, and as you were saying, Mac, it's uh, if we had the Tongan and Alderweireld from from five years ago, I think we'd definitely be winning the league uh, for me. Um, but as Tottenham.
think that is probably one of the biggest things that you can't ignore about have you know for a team moving forward because you know that that has got to be in itself um, such a boost for the players to be able to just trust in what the manager says. You know, to be you know, it's. Do you remember the film Waterboy? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the film The Waterboy? Yeah. 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 In the final, when the Waterboy's playing and they go and knock him out, the guy asks his player to do something that isn't quite right, and he goes, "Are you sure?" And he taps his championship ring. Right. And that makes the guy automatically go, okay, fine, because he's won it, because he's done it. He knows that what he's being told, okay, granted, in the film, it was something stupid. But the same principle applies. It's like, well, this guy's won it all. We, we've got to take on board everything he says. We've got to do everything this guy says, because he's the first manager that we've had, probably, you know, in God knows how long, who knows how to win it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's also got to pull in players coming in, because... They'll want to play for someone who has, like you say, has won it all. So, I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think if Squinnenar or whatever his name is, is wanted by us and Liverpool, he would automatically go to Liverpool. But obviously, it will depend on negotiations and stuff like that. If that was to happen, but, but yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wasn't necessarily. Uh, yeah, we we have the manager. Yeah. We have. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily Jose in, but then I think that was exactly like you said because of the love for Poch, but he has completely turned my uh, initial thoughts. I think, I think he has done with a lot of people. With, you know, they might not be enamoured with the style of play, but if you look at his wing record of his, you know, his, his games that he had at Spurs and, and everything else, you know, we're, we're doing brilliantly. Yeah. You know, some, like, sometimes it's not glamorous football and we're scraping a win or, you know, grinding out a win. Let's not say scraping because, you know, that's a bit spursy, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we're, we're grinding out a win. Yeah. All right, we're, we're not giving up. We're, we're going right to the end. And, and, it, and it's good. It, it, it's, it's good to see the, the steel, I think, come back to Spurs. Yeah, I, I, I think... Yeah. To, to be able... Yeah, it, 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 for me, it, it, we've got that steel. We've, you know, and I know we've made reference to it, and I know I've made reference to it about being nice guys. Mm. You know, it's nice to see that we're, we're kind of losing that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're calling for things that maybe we wouldn't have called for before. You know, we're, we're putting ourselves in positions where things might work out to our advantage. Um, you know, instead of just being the nice guys who, yeah, like, whatever, rest is, thanks, bye. You know, and, and carrying on. I think with the style of play as well, I think we've seen with uh, Man United and Southampton and West Ham for the first hour that we can play attractive football. But like it, it, something that Kane said, I think it was after the game against Burnley, where I think Jamie Carragher asked him about him coming deeper and all of that, and, and if that's a new style of play for him. And he said something about it, it, it's, it's dictated by who we're playing. So. What we've got with Mourinho as well as a winner is someone who has has a plan for each each game. So he, 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 he said the Burnley game wasn't going to be high scoring, so he said it was going to be a bitty kind of game. Whereas these next six games, I do think, will be fairly open and we'll see what fans will call a better style of, of play, but just because... Uh, but I think that kind of goes back to what we were just saying, though, doesn't it? It's a manager who knows what to do. Yeah. You trust him, what he's saying to you. Pochettino, in my opinion, he was all about 
high press, high tempo. Yeah. You know, trying to score more goals than the others, and and, and trying and trying to keep in game, trying to keep them out. But by trying to keep them out by having the high press. Hmm. Whereas now, you know, I, I feel because you look at what we're like against the top six. You know, we had a very poor record against the top six because we weren't able to um, to, to come back and, and defend, in my opinion, on the potch in, in such a way that that um, it, it was good. That balanced out with the way we, he wanted us to push forward. Um, whereas Mourinho, like you just said, he has a plan for every yeah. game. He knows what he wants. He knows how to do it. Whereas Potch did seem, you know, one of the biggest criticisms I ever heard of Potch was the guy doesn't know when to, to make the right substitutions. Yeah, he seemed to pat. He's you like know. a deer in headlights occasionally, wasn't he? I, I got the impression, like, yeah. oh, what do I do? When do I do it? Whereas Mourinho was, was it his first or second game Olympiacos? Where so okay, twenty minutes, die you off. We need to make a change. Exactly, he made the change he needed to. He's, yeah. he's not scared to to make those decisions. And, and again, it's something that I think is only going to be positive for Tottenham, um, and has been positive for Tottenham. And, and this is when, for me, this is the difference between having a really good manager who brings really good football and brings you close to having somebody who knows exactly what he wants you to do it, do exactly when he wants you to do it against doesn't matter what team, and still be able to grind out, you know, a, a, a good result. Yeah. So what do you think? I think of- the other thing. Sorry, it's something I've always, I've always thought. I've never really sort of expressed the opinion. I think you ask any of the players, how tiring Pochettino's training was, and he was, you know, he was a real sort of taskmaster in training. It was all about getting the fitness levels up, and it was about pressing, and it was all about doing that stuff. By the end of the season. They were bloody shattered. So it was no, <laughs> no wonder, you know, when it comes to semi-finals, finals, we just looked spent and, and we just mm. couldn't keep up that momentum. And Bielsa's the same at Leeds, and that's why I think that you know they're going to fall away. And they they started a bit towards the end of the, the championship before the lockdown because it's all about you know double training sessions and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Yeah, it's all it's all high energy stuff and in, you know, and it's gonna have a wearing effect in the end. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Pochettino mm. and if I could win anything with any manager, I don't care what people say, it would be Pochettino. I don't mm. care. I absolutely love the bloke and what he did and the the, and the man. I absolutely love him, but you know, I, I think it's different with Mourinho. We know he's a winner. He will win things. He's won things everywhere he's been. And if he doesn't win things at Tottenham, then it's, a, it's you know, that's a, that's a negative on his whole career. So he's going to want to win as much as... He, he ain't going to want to win it for Tottenham. He's going to want to win it for himself. Yeah. Um, I like the, yeah. Exactly. And I like the stuff that he's coming out with. Did you see the thing in the week when they kept going on about Harry Kane and the diving, uh, the, the dive against Lallana? Yeah. He said, why are you yeah. not talking about Man United? Why are you not talking about Liverpool? What, what are you talking about? He goes, what are you talking about? Well, Sky must have in the pipeline the interview with Salah and Fernandes to talk about all their yeah, diving, exactly. right? But he sticks up for us, whereas Pochettino is very nice, he's a nice yeah. guy. He wouldn't have snapped at them like that, yeah, and he wouldn't have nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Whereas Mourinho won't take any bullshit. And I'm sure the players will like that. Yeah. I'm sure Kane will look at that and thought, he's got my back here. 
Mm. He's standing up for me. And they're, they're going to like that, you know? Yeah, it will be. I think that, to be fair, you're right. That, that whole nice, nice guy routine, even to the press, um, you know, it, it doesn't, it didn't quite shout, I've got your back, boys. As much as he tried to keep that no. family ethos within the club, you know, we're one big family with, you know, handshakes and all X, Y, Z and the training ground and, and all that. Mm. It, it, you know, when it came, when it did come to, to a bit of uh, bullshit in the press about how we're not this or, you know, the player doing this, you know, it's, you know, um, he, he, he said nothing. There was no backing. It's like, you look at what happened in the Man United game with Lamella. Yeah? <laughs> now, Pochettino might have tried to have justified it. He might have tried to have said something. Whereas I think that Mourinho's silence spoke volumes. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? He didn't come out and criticise Lamella. But he didn't come out and support him. But, you know, at the same time, I just think the fact that the, the fact that he said very little, he, he kind of sat there giggling to himself, going, well done, Lamella, son. That shit happened very fucking spot on. And, 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 and. There'll be a line as well with Mavina where they'll know that he's the boss. Where I think with Pochettino, they were very, they were, they were mates, you know. They, they, mm. they see him as very much, they knew he was the boss, don't get me wrong. But they were mates of him. He was their friend. Yeah. And usually, yeah, we got the sack. We went, yeah, we went round to see him when we got the sack. They know that Marino is number one top dog. Alex Ferguson, he is the boss. Um, we can have a relationship with him, but at the end of the day, he is the boss. And if you mess around with him, he's going to let you know, no matter who you are, aka Deli Ali, you're going to know mm. about it. Pochettino um, was a loving, caring, huggy dad. You know, dad died in a car crash, and you're now living with a strict uncle who will still have a giggle with you, but you ain't going to cross it. You know what I mean? He's disciplined, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we got... love you, Poch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kiss your photo next to your bed every night, don't you? <laughs> we still love you. No, I, I definitely think there's been a change here. Yeah, I agree with everything you both said. Uh, we, we've got that, that leader in the, in the dugout now and another leader on the pitch who's won it all bail. What did you think of his first start? There, there was a... A bit in the second half where he, he he booted the ball clear for Kane to chase, where normally he'd have uh, controlled that and then looked to pass it. So do you, do you think that's a lack of fitness, lack of uh, confidence at the moment, or just a bit worried Winks tried doing that and we ended up conceding a last-minute goal? Uh, I've no doubt the bail in on a month's time will be not the bail of old, but the bail of old in terms of making a difference on the pitch. Well, what did you think of all that, both of you guys? He um, he wasn't up to speed. He's definitely not up to speed. I was glad to see him get seventy minutes. Um, he tried it in a couple of the games. He tried it on Thursday, and he tried it in the game the other day where he tried to knock it past someone, and he just didn't have the pace no. to get round them. You know, like he used to do. Yeah, just yeah. Feel it. I'm off. He tried. He tried that a couple of times, and it's just not there. But he obviously thinks he's still got it. Mm. So whether it is just a lack of. Of, of Charlotte, yeah, yeah. Um, and whether that will come, but I don't even care if he doesn't have that anymore. He's not really there, but as long as he's getting into space, he was putting in a few nice balls. He's nowhere near up to scratch yet. Yeah. Um, I was just a little surprised with that second. Yeah, I was just a little surprised that second half thing, but then could be for any number of reasons. He was very unlucky with the, the ball that Kane put in, where he just couldn't stretch enough. But again. Like you say, Mark, making the runs there, looking for the yeah. space, and and just unlucky another day, he grows an extra inch and then pings that in the top corner. But 
Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, I've no doubt Bayer will come good for us. He's too good a player to just not do anything. Uh, but yeah, it will take time. And he, he uh, what was he? Hadn't played any games really for best part of two years. No, I, mean, I said it a few weeks back that it would take three or four weeks. Uh, so around sort of the Chelsea get Chelsea Arsenal game, I think is when you're going to start seeing a bit more from him. Yeah. Hopefully that knock that he took and that nice pack on is just for show, so he doesn't go away with <laughs> Wales and he can stay with our yeah. um, with our coaches and um, yeah. staff to get his fitness well, going it, again. Well, it's not that, uh, is it? It's to not go to Wales and be trained by an Arsenal coach, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> running from the halfway line and we mentioned Kane earlier but he's another smart footballer so he'll know his limitations now he'll know what he can do and then he's he's smart enough and good enough to be able to adapt it's just going to take him time to you know adapt and get match fitness up to be kind of in sync but yeah and then Kane and Son and the rest of the team to be in sync with him but yeah I've no doubt he'll come good Okay, we'll take a little break there uh, when we come back, uh, talking uh, about a few more players in the game uh, and the squad and what we think for the next six games and whether we can realistically mount a title challenge this season. Uh, Back soon. And we're back. Another player that has been playing well who went off injured and on Bele. Do you think that's serious? I haven't seen anything to say that he's out for a while, but yeah, I've not seen anything. I don't think he's part of the French squad anyway. Right. Um, so you know he'll be um, a hot spell away um, mm. training. I, I've not seen anything to say that he's he's right. out injured. Um, the Celso won't be going anywhere. 
Yeah. There's a lot of players that are first team or there or thereabouts that won't be travelling. Yeah. Um, Which is only going to be good for us at the end of the day. Yeah, Hoiberg's only going to one game, isn't he, because of the restrictions. Hopefully England's last game gets cancelled. So we don't have to play three because he'll end up playing Kane in all of those three. But you, you mentioned Lacelso there. I thought he played quite well when he came on. He was looking a string play together, looking for the ball coming deep, playing quick. He, he should have scored, but we'll, we'll let him off that because we won. But and he won't need to be told he should have scored. But but again, it goes back to what we've been saying. Uh, certainly, Max's been saying as well. Competition for places. He, he's not. He, at the end of last season, people were crying out for Lacelso to play because he was creative. This season, we've been winning games without him, so it's okay. I've got to work hard in training and take my chances in the game and get back in the team. So it's competition for places, and I think it can only be good. I know there's a lot of love for Lacelso, and, mm. and I, I agree why there should be, but um, I don't. I don't know at the moment whether it be a lack of fitness or whether he doesn't like competition. I just don't I just don't think he's he's a hundred percent there at the moment. Just just to watch him his his head seems to go a little bit quick for me. Um, you know, he'll he'll have a couple of things that don't come off or he'll take a couple of hits and he just seems to lose himself for fifteen minutes and he he hasn't got time to lose himself for fifteen minutes. You know, he, he needs to be shrugging it straight off and, and getting back up and, and doing what needs to be done. Um, and for me, I think that's probably the only criticism I've got of LaSalle's mm. is that is, is that I, I just there's just something that happens to him in a game if it's just not quite going right for him, he lets his head go. And, and I don't think he's, he's... I don't know how you change that. No. I, do, I do think Ndombele is, is, is not crucial in this, but like, he, he's been there and a lot of players that have seen that you know Ndombele was... Almost like shipped out in the in the summer because he wasn't good enough. He was heart wasn't in it. His fitness wasn't there. But they've all seen that you know, put effort in and and everything like that. Have the right attitude, and then in the Mourinho team you can get back in. So I think that will give uh, confidence to people like Lacelso and other players, fringe players. That if I work hard, I can get into this team. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think Ndombele and, and Hoiberg are are critical for Tottenham at the moment. Yeah. You've you've got you've got that that guy that can sit back. He's happy to sit back because he knows that's his job. He knows that's where he's good, and and he scraps for everything. And Ndombele, he likes to pick the ball up. He likes to run with it. Um, and he's got he's got a better final ball than Suzuki. You know, let's be honest. Um, and. I think to, I think for for him as well with his confidence, I think it's it's a great thing for his own crew, you know, and the ballet's confidence to, to know that he's got Hoiberg behind him, so he's got yeah. the ability to be able to go up, to be able to run with the ball, um, you know, and, and and do what he wants to to do with it. Hmm. But what a great thing, you know! I was thinking the other day we bought on Moira Lacelso. Hmm. Moira, yeah, she's good. She is. <laughs> you mean Maura? <laughs> oh, she's brilliant. Wait, you make cup of tea lovely, but I tell you what, she can't shoot for shit. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at that as, as strength in depth of what mm. what we've got to bring on now. Um, Vinicius as well. Yeah, we've never had it before. Mm. Yeah, I've always got a question for you. Going on about strength in depth. All right, if there is any truth in Ericsson 
being offered back to no, Tottenham. No, 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 not no way. Uh, yeah. If he wanted to come back and he his heart was in it, then and the price was right, I'd say yes. But if there's any doubt that he doesn't really want to go back, no. So for me, I mean, we had this, we we've done this before, haven't we? I, I know we have, but it's come back up again that he's yeah, been that he's has. been linked. Yeah, and it's the same situation that <laughs> I love. I love Ericsson. I have no no ill will towards him. He was a great player for us, but I don't. Do you, do you, do you not think he's left? He's only just. I'm, but that's the thing. Do you not think, though, he's looked at Tottenham with Jose coming in and with who we bought during... No, no, no. But he's... No, but what I'm saying... Let me, let me finish. You like the <laughs> Let me finish what I've got to say, all right, before you jump in. All right? You look at, you know, Jose's come in and then you look at the business Tottenham have done and you look at how we've started playing. You look at the fact that we, we look like we could actually achieve... I'm not going to say use the word title contenders, but we could be challenging for genuine honours this year. Genuine honours, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Do you not think he's kind of sat there going, I'm a bit of a daft twat me, aren't I? I thought we should have stayed another six months, you know, and, and seen what happened. Um, and maybe he sat there regretting because, you know, I'm, I'm sure he looked, I bet he sat there going, hold on, Hollyberg would have been great while I was there because I'd have had so much more freedom. Shit, fail. Are they serious? And then, you know, we've got, we've got fucking Carl, we've got, you know, regular on it. And it's like, I bet, I bet he sat there sick as a fucking dog. Looking at the Tottenham squad, looking at uh, how how we started and how we're being and um, what we could potentially do, and he sat there going, "What the fuck have I done?" And if, would that be enough drive? And I know you say you love him and you would have him back, Mark, but I don't know. Chris, you're saying, "Well, yeah, you you would," but <laughs> do you think that could just be the catalyst you would need to come back and, and be the Ericsson of old? You know, that one that was just absolutely out of this world. It was pinging in, you know. Free kicks, great crosses, you know. When was the last time we with, saw that? But that's what I'm trying to say. I know it's been a while, but do you think looking at how Tottenham are now, that would be enough to energise him back to the old I wouldn't have it. I, wouldn't, I still wouldn't have him back. No, but, I, I, do, you I, know, but do you think he would, though? No. Do you I think don't. it would energise him back? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he would get no. in the team. I don't think he would get in no. the team. If he did get in a team, something I've just thought of, it basically negates Kane dropping back and playing that role because you've got mm. two there. But, like, Ericsson has to be thinking now that yeah, maybe the grass isn't always greener. He obviously wanted to go to Madrid. They didn't want him. So that, and he basically said, I don't want to be yeah, here. So he shipped him out to whoever was interested. I didn't blame him for going. I just think he wanted a new challenge. I, I think coming back, it's just pointless because, you know, he did. he hasn't... Just go and fulfil what you went there to do. Maybe move to another Italian club if you're not getting in there. He's good enough to play in Italy. I've no, I've no doubt about that. Yeah. Um. You know, and as I say, I just don't think it's. I just don't. I just can't see it for me. I, I tell you, what I was thinking the other day who I'd love to see at Tottenham. Um, it would be Grealish. I'd, I'd have, if you had Grealish in our, in our, you know, in our team. Where would you uh, play him? Who would you drop? I don't know where you would fit him. I, I don't know whether you would put him in and, and move Endombele back. Um, I don't know whether you could do that, but I think someone but like then, him. God, would you stifle Endombele, though? Wouldn't that stifle him, though, for being, you know, I, I'd be honest, because we've got Bergwijn, I would say we. I, uh, there's no space for Grealish. I think you would have to lose. You know, and the only other person I could potentially say you'd have to lose would be Lacelso. 
but I don't try to comment. Yeah, but I'm just saying you'd have to lose a Celso for me to have a position for Grealish to play. Um, don't get me wrong, I think it'd be an amazing addition. I think, I think he, he would. He would really. Yeah, I think we shot our bolt, mate, when we had that chance he, he, a couple of years he, ago. Imagine him in that team putting some of the balls in that he does. Some of the oh, like runs he makes. Oh God, honestly, we would score so many more goals with someone like that. <laughs> Um, but it's never going to happen. You'd just be looking at sort of 70, 80 million, wouldn't you, I think, for Grealish now? Let me, let me ask you another question then about Grealish, right? Yeah, you might look at 78 million. Are you right there, Chris? Yeah, yeah, you carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just <laughs> let us know when we're running out of time, mate, all right? Yeah, yeah. sure, I'm just we'd making like a couple. Like to introduce you to, uh, we'd like to introduce you to Chris, our sound guy. Um, you've yeah, just, um, you, you've but... just interrupted me making my cup of tea. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, can, I can hear the spoon tapping. Shh, shh. Um, but, <laughs> great. Completely lost my point now. Uh, going on, mate, uh, we're talking about it. But do you think he is disciplined enough off the pitch, mm. and you know, not to, and too much. You know, would he be too much of it now? Bear in mind certain conversations that we've just had as pals off off yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Do you think he would be too much of a party boy? Fair point. Especially with other people, other yes. with yeah. other players we have already at the club. Yeah. Where actually, would he be then become? He'd be in London. Like, yeah. 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 No, it's not point. To be a shadow of the, of, of the player he is, because you know you, you put him in the you know the big smoke yeah. and yeah. With, with access to, to all those clubs and point. you know women and, and, yeah. and stuff. Do you think actually would would his focus go elsewhere? You Possibly. know you, you think of yeah. you you look at players that have been at Tottenham over the That's years. Up. You know yeah they they joined they've come to the big smoke and all of a sudden all this potential has gone, gone to rat shit. Do you know what? Exactly. I was thinking about when I was thinking about Greenwich stuff that I thought to myself, the amount of players we've seen likened to Gascoigne, Wiltshire, which I never fucking got. And there's been all these players, <laughs> Joe Carl, yeah, exactly, Joe Carl. And I think Greenish, and don't get me wrong, he's not so patched on Paul Gascoigne. He's not uh, he's not could lace his boots, but he's the nearest that I think we've seen to Paul Gascoigne. The stuff that he can do uh, and you know, just a, just he's just a great, he's a great player. But I agree with you. The thing is, he's, he's, he's got, coming to London. That could he's be got the, he's got he's got the arrogance. He's got the swagger which, yeah, which yeah. Gaza had. But yeah, but you look at the problems Gaza got by moving to yeah. London. No, he's Grealish. Right. He's Grealish with the same mentality. And then you look well, at the other, uh, some of the others. Hammered in uh, in Spain, didn't he? Where he was laying on, unconscious on the pavement. And, yeah, mate. And who was he out? Who was he out in Spain with? I don't know. Oh, who was he out on holiday with? I'm sure I've seen I'm sure oh, I've seen the snaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you put those two together, yeah. two young lads, both not from London, right? Straight into the big smoke, two young lads, they're going to be... All right, man, you know, get Ericsson back, all right? <laughs> yeah, great, yeah, fuck them all off. No, that's not the point. The point is, right, you're going on about Greenwich, and I, and I agree, as a footballer, the guy's fantastic. Yeah, I just you know, don't I agree. think... I agree with I, that, I, though. I, Good, good. Yeah, you know, like I do with a wife, beat you into submission. There you go. I'll keep making my point until you say I agree. I, I do think with Grealish there could be an element of a big fish in a small pond. Whereas if he goes to someone, to, he, he's obviously first on the team sheet for Villa. He's first on the team sheet for Villa. He knows he's first on the team sheet. He goes to Tottenham, yeah. he's going to have to work his way in. That, that's why Ross Barkley turned us down. Was it last summer or... Something like that. He wanted... Grealish, no, but he, he, he wanted to walk into the team. He didn't want to fight for his place. 
which mm, Grealish, I'm sure, would. Grealish, but then, do you think Grealish would obviously have to fight that hard to get to the Tottenham starting lineup? Yeah, well, like you said, who would he replace? And the only one I can think of is Undombele, which or moving back, which mm. he's not a defensive sitting midfielder, Undombele. But and and then I just think with Grealish, it would just be him and Undombele fighting out for that for that. Place. Yeah. You could argue he could go on the wing with either Son or, or Bale replacing them, but then he's not that kind of player either, is he? Um, no. I don't know if it ever happened. It's just I like, no. watched him the other night and I think, Do you know what, I'd love to see him at the top. Do you know what, he is. He's fantastic, right? Yeah, I, I just think he's, even even in Birmingham, he does it. Do you know what I mean? He goes out and gets rinsed till stupid o'clock in the morning, smashes a couple of cars and, yeah. you know, it's been a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. So... The other player I think he might end up replacing if he did come is Lamella. And I think Lamella is a Mourinho type player all over. We mentioned the shit house of the earlier. But like he's got that. Greenish mm. has got that. But also at the same time, as much as I love Lamella and I'm I'm pro Lamella, I'm not one of these haters. I, I love Lamella and I've always liked him. But would you trade Lamella in for somebody a few years younger who's got the same shit houseery about him? Possibly. Um, that, that's what I mean you, you're kind of you, you're adding somebody with a similar mentality a similar attitude but better with the ball yeah I, I think that the issue that I've got with Lamella is injuries I'm, I'm not sure if he's just unlucky or injury prone or, or just got a problem but I, I don't think there's any doubt that when he doesn't play we miss that kind of battling and, and kind of niggling and, and just pain in the arse of a midfield I'll be honest for me he should have player that you need to be playing in the West Brom games, the Burnley games, yeah. because he's going to he's going to cause those issues. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna get in amongst it and potentially, you know, make make players think twice about about jumping in. And yeah. and they didn't have we don't we don't have that. We didn't have that against yeah. West Brom. Yeah, but yeah. I think you asked Mourinho who are your top players that you've got at Tottenham. He'll obviously say Kane, Son, and all that. But I think Lamella will be really high on that list. Um, but yeah, Vinicius came on as well and kind of allowed Kane to roam a little bit. But his shot, Vinicius, that he had, I thought that that you get a lot of strikers. Janssen was the same. He he didn't like to shoot because he was lacking confidence. Where you can't say that with Vinicius, but it was just it was a fantastic save from the keeper. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, it was very very unlucky. But I was just really pleased that he he. Got the ball there and first thought, I'm going to have a shot. I mean, that's what Kane does, isn't it? You don't have to tell Kane twice to have a shot. Yeah, I think he's right. I think he's, you know, I think he's got the right attitude. The way he's coming on and all he's done when he's come on, he's trying to get himself involved. Whereas I felt with um, with Janssen and even Saldado, you know, they... When they, they kind of shied away a little bit. Vinicius seems he comes in and he he, he seems in the game. Uh, that's a weird thing to say. I agree with you, Matt. But I think Janssen. He's one of those. You, you ain't going to help me to make it happen. Yeah. 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 I think Vinicius got that attitude of listen, boys. You might not know me, and you might not this. So do you know what bollocks? I'm just going to do it. Whereas I think yeah, you know the other guys kind of trying to rely a little bit. He believes he does, and if you don't rate yourself, then then you've got nothing yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, mean, I do. I think he backed himself, and I think we, yeah, give it, give it, give it a couple more games, mate. You never know, especially with the the tight run we've got coming up at Christmas. You know, we talked about earlier about the space in between games. You know, we're looking at like, you know, every three, two, three days. You know, with with Europe, that that we've got games playing. So I think yeah. the boy's going to come in. I think I think after the we'll international break, right, you might. We'll I think as soon. I'll be honest, I think as soon as he gets his first goal, yeah. like as soon as he gets that first goal, I think he's, there's going to be no stopping him. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be long in coming, that first goal either, based on what I've seen of him. Yeah, yeah. and it, I don't think it matters where he comes or how he gets it. As long as the ball goes over the line and it's his name that's attached to it, yeah. I think he's, he's just going to go from strength to strength. And, you know, I'm... Um, I'm, I'm excited, <laughs> mate. I'll be honest. I'm not, I've not been this excited for a long time. Yeah. You know, I think Bale's Bale's still got a way to come along, and he's doing really well when he's showing the signs. Vinicius is doing the same. Just the whole way the team seems to be at the moment. Um, it's it's an exciting time to be a Tottenham supporter. Yeah, there seems to be a harmony there as well. I wanted to ask you, Mark. Uh, you, you mentioned him last last week. I uh, hope he gets better. Uh, Quick word, clean sheet, and assist for Doherty. Do you think that will give him a massive confidence boost? Um, he, I still don't think he had a fantastic game. Mm. I was pleased to see that he put the cross in when it was a great cross mm. um, for Kane. Um, I, I, I must admit, I thought the team that we had out um, was our strongest team. Although I would have, I would have had Aurea over mm. um, Doherty. But I'm not going to slag the guy off. As you yeah. said, he got a clean sheet. He put in the cross. I want him to do well, um, uh, and, and you can't you can't slate a defender. He's been part of a clean sheet. So yeah. I tell you what, is, is, is it bad that we've bought a right back where we sit there and say we'd rather have Aurier play? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but maybe that's what Aurier needed. Maybe maybe Aurier needed that competition for places as well. But like. Burnley, I remember thinking Doherty made did a few bits, which are like, what are you doing that for? I can't remember him doing anything like that. No, he played better. He, had a better. he did have a better game. He did have a better game. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, the one thing I haven't seen yet of, of, of Doherty, and I don't know whether it's because of Jose or whether he's just he's still trying to bed himself into the team and, and get used to what Jose wants, but the way that he used to get so you know get forward and yeah. you know and goals, he, he seems to be missing that at the moment. I know. Yeah. And you know, I don't, do you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't kind of matter why or how or what. He's defensively, he's doing the job, which which is great. But um, yeah, I, I'll be honest. At the moment, for me, I I would I would have Rory starting. Yeah. I text my mate and I said before the game, I said, look, that team. <laughs> I cannot. I actually cannot believe I'm saying this. The only one is Rory. Um, over over doggy, but look, I do think he's going to be a good player. I agree with you again. I'm agreeing with you too much, Matt. But I haven't seen the player. Checks in the post. (laughs) I haven't seen that player. I thought we were getting, which was um, someone who bombed. You know, got up, got up that flank and put in decent. What he seems to do, you watch him next time. He seems to just get the ball. And he's static. He doesn't move. He just like looks the part. He doesn't move with it. He, he's, he's got a bit of a deer in headlights. He's like, shit, I've got the ball on my feet. Yeah, what a ball. Like, what? He doesn't know whether to run forward, stay where he is, yeah, or. Forward with it. And I'm just like, what? But even, when he, but even when he does, he still doesn't seem to have that take you on, cut inside and get a final balling no. kind of um, that mentality is kind of like he's, he's running down a dark alley doesn't quite know where he's going and all of a sudden it's, he's gone out for a throw in or, or he's yeah. lost the ball and now he, and he's chasing his ass to get back. It could be a confidence 
his feet, um, and he's just finding his feet. He, you know, he, we, we expect. To, you know what it is? It's because he's come from the Premier League. We thought, right, we bought a ready-made um, right back who, after Alexander Arnold, had the most assists and all this kind of. And we haven't seen it yet. So I think. But why can't? But you, but you look at Hoiberg. Why can't we think that? No, we should be. No, we were right to think it, but we Ooh, haven't seen yeah. it yet. We so got we the expectations. I mean, we just not haven't seen it yet. So you know, we're just questioning why we haven't seen it. But I'm sure we will. <laughs> We we got Magulion on the left who goes forward, and then we've mentioned earlier that uh, Jose's kind of thing is having one of the fullbacks sitting back, so maybe that's just the yeah the plan. But like the next six games, out, out, league games, how do you think? How, how do you see them going? Like, let's start with well, City first off. Uh, for me, they're not as uh, threatening and scary as they used to be. So I, at home, certainly, I think we can beat them. I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I, I, I'm confident saying fourteen points out of those yeah. games. Um, I expect us to lose one, um, and I'll be honest. I think the two toughest games that we're going to have is going to be Man City and Liverpool. I, I, I'd say Chelsea away just because of our recent history there. But again, they're conceding goals and they're they're not well, as scary as well. I, I feel that Chelsea uh, are disjointed. They're having games where you're going, Jesus Christ, these guys are going to be unreal. But then all of a sudden, they they then have a three or draw against a team that they should be smashing. Well, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, and you think, what, what the actual fuck? You know, so I don't. I I, I think Liverpool Man City are going to be our, you know, Liverpool Man City or Liverpool Chelsea are going to be either with the games where we we drop points. I think we'll lose one and we'll draw one, um, and then we'll, yeah, and I think the rest of it will be okay. Um, I think, I think the, only, the only the only potential banana skin outside of of, of that is Leicester. Um, but as long as we we keep solid at the back and don't leave space for Vardy to to get into, then I think we'll be fine. I, th- I think with Chelsea and Arsenal, London derbies that a lot of the time that doesn't go down to form or anything like that. It goes down to who wants it more. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the problem you've got is you've got you look at you look at the squads that you know you've, Chelsea have got a lot of new guys in who <laughs> don't understand what a London derby is. Yeah. So are they going to be as fired? Yeah. As what what Lampard's going to want them to be, whereas you know you look at Jose, he's he's had he's managed derbies as a, as a the Chelsea manager. You know yeah. he's, he's he's managed that. He knows the importance of that game. You know every player that we've got in that squad has, um, with you know Bale used to apart from Regulon, yeah. you know every, and, and Dembele. Well, to be fair, Dembele was there last season. So, yeah. but apart from um, Regulon, Regulon and. Reggie, yeah, Reggie. So, um, yeah. So apart from Reggie, we um, we have um, you know everyone there knows what it's like to be involved in a London derby or a Midlands derby. They know they know the importance of it. And when I say Midlands, obviously I'm referring to Derry because he hasn't done the uh, he hasn't done a North London derby yet. But he's been cheered on Arsenal a lot, isn't there? <laughs> well, and to be fair, and to be and to be fair, he might go out with a point to prove. You know, this would, that would be the you know the games where he has a point to prove. But you know, I just I just think I just think Chelsea are disjointed. You know, I don't I don't get me wrong. I think Mendy's been a great signing for them, their new goalkeeper. Um, but I do I just think I think you're right. Think, no, I, again, again, Mark, I'm going to back you up. Okay, now I'm glad this is getting this is getting recorded for posterity. Yeah, I mean, this is costing you quite a bit of money, Mac, isn't it? Oh, for the, all the royalties. Well, I do I do agree with that. Because 
because I do. I've always thought if you've got um, players who get what these derbies mean, um, that that is that mean that is a big thing. To be honest with you, and I've noticed that with Arsenal, I thought about it. Like then players. Your Bami Yangs, your Lacazettes—they don't—they don't get it. Whereas we've got players like Kane, Deli Ali. They, they understand. The, the, they, they grew up with Bale. You know, yeah, Bale, you know he, he hasn't been here for seven years, but he still knows that when Arsenal come into town, you kick fuck out of them and do everything yeah, you can. They, they know it. They, they know about it. But if you don't have them, it's not their fault. We've got foreign lads that are the same, but we've got foreign lads who've been here a long time. It's the job of those players to uh, teach the uh, foreign yeah. players what it means. Whereas, like you say, Mac, I'm not sure Chelsea really have any of them. They've just got a they manager. Henri got it. Vieira mm. got. They got it because they've been there a long time as well, and they knew it. And they they had people like Tony Adams and Martin Keown and David Seaman and Lee Dix telling the Bray Parlour telling the, the, the old Harlem boys basically yeah. saying exactly pulling the them up and saying boys this they is the game this that. is the cup final yeah Chelsea don't have that Arsenal don't have it they don't have that we have that we have them players they get it we have Mourinho he gets it I mean Arteta and Lampard get it they, they know um, but it's hard to it's hard to transfer that to, yeah. it, it, for me, it's hard. To, how do you transfer that to your player without actually putting them in in the in the cauldron? And the only negative side to about the the Chelsea game and the Arsenal game is there's no crowds. Yeah. Now that mm. is mm. and and that kind of it kind of takes it away because again, going back to a talk sport, and I can't remember who I was listening to, but they were talking about Liverpool and they were talking about how easy these young lads are finding it coming into the first team to you know like um, the defender they've got covering at the moment. You know, that young lad. Yeah. Um, and they're saying, and, and it, in fact, the guy's just taken over as Liverpool under-23s and he went, it's like being at an under-23 game. He said, there's no crowd, there's no nothing, that's why they're finding it so easy. And this is where, 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 where it comes down to those two games is how much is not having a crowd there going to make a difference to that result? Because it doesn't matter how fired up you are and know how it is as a player. Mm. But if you haven't got 90,000 fans screaming right. down your neck, yeah. you know, paying for blood, of, yeah. you know, you get away with it, exactly. And this is, you know, and this is where, where it might not make a world of difference. You know, we're going on about we've got players who know what it's like, who, who know the so yeah, and because they know the score, they know what, what's expected. They know they know what you know what what to do. It's it's just for me though the the next factor after that though is is yeah it's, it's just the, it's just the crowds you know the lack of crowds is that going to make a difference because as fans we know exactly what they mean the London Derbies we know what it is to to win those games and how it feels to lose them. Um, so is that going to be the next you know the a bigger contributing factor? But then that's when them, them players that we've talked about come into it because at half-time, if they're not putting in the effort, them type of players will let them know what it means to the fans that aren't there. So, mm. you know, it, it works both ways, doesn't it? That, it like, the fans yeah. aren't there, but having them players there to tell the players that they're not putting the weight. And we may have seen that, you know, when we when we went 1-0 down to Arsenal with that wonder goal, was it Lacazette scored it? Yeah, it was it was a great goal. You can't yeah, fight, and then yeah. Coco, uh, yeah, sideshow Bob at the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and that was the difference again, wasn't it? That we had them players that just went straight. Well, we're not having this. and went straight back up there, and, and we got the goals and won the game. 
So yeah, and, but, but also like like Chris said as well, it, it's one of those games where form goes out the window. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he has. Um, you know, it, I'm, it, I'm it, allowed it, a word it, in every now and then. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> one thing I can remember. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, he's right because yeah, we we've seen when Tottenham is shit, and it doesn't matter when it's a London derby. You know, we still turn over Arsenal. Not so much Chelsea because we had a bloody hoodoo uh, over them for years. Oh, yeah, but, you know, we, you know, we would get a, even if it was a draw. You know, when they won the bloody league. Um, it was a draw, wasn't it? At White Hart Lane and stuff like that. And you know, it's not. You know, I, I won't give them credit, but they had an amazing team. And and but we would still get the occasional result against them when we were dog shit. So well, do, you, do you know what? It, you're, you're right. The result in the cup that we had against them, you know, the, the biggest two that I can remember is, is the result in the cup when we beat them in the final, and the five-two New Year's Day smashing. Um, you know, at, at White Hart Lane when we did them five-two. Mm. You know, to me, they're the, they're the biggest results we've had against. For me, in recent but, years we've turned we've turned it round against Chelsea. But for you, you know, the nineties, we never used to beat. We never beat Chelsea. I, I'd be surprised. I, I I can't remember in the nineties us actually beating Chelsea. I, I, I don't think we did. I, I honestly, I don't we may have done. Like, do, do, do you know why I can't remember? Do you know why I can't remember? I was ever beating them in the nineties. Because as soon as I saw we had Chelsea, I forgot there was football on that weekend. Yeah, exactly. I tried it like an international break. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they were shit as well. Like, we're talking when they were crap. They still yeah. used to beat us. It was just something. They, did. they had something over us. We just could not bloody beat them. But anyway, that, them days are gone. We do beat them now. We beat them in the cup this season. Um, so, you know, um, we, we can definitely turn them over. And uh, I think, you know, I think in a couple of couple of seasons that they will have a good because they've got some good young players there. I think they're going to build a, a decent team. Whether it be with Lampard, I doubt it. Um, but they're defending again, aren't they? I think they've signed some good players, but they're not gelled in yet. And as we said, they don't they don't get it. They don't get the league yet. Um, I do think that they'll be a be a force again in the coming seasons, but maybe not this season. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Frank Lampard is. Uh, I don't think he's the man. He's, he's a bit like Pochettino. He's he's um, he's good to get them nearly there, but yeah. just to push them over the line. I think yeah, yeah. But who, but who would you bring in? Because they're not going to put Jose back. Yeah. You know, you then got to look at who they'd bring in. But this isn't a Chelsea podcast, so fuck no. them. I hope yeah. they burn. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you, Mac. I, I'm. I'm, I'm I've not been this excited to be a Spurs fan for uh, quite a while. And I definitely think these six games, I, I, I think we'll get double-figure points. Do you know, do you know I mean, famous I mean, last words there. We could end up getting like two. But, uh, do, you, do you know what, though? I don't even think it's going to make a, that much difference what we do and what we don't get in these six games. Because this season is so messed up, right? We could, we could walk away with nine points. And still end up doing something special because of how how many games there are because of what injuries get uh, had. You know, um, there's just so many factors that makes this so unpredictable. You know, you could you could be looking at you know and you know you know I'm, I'm it's like next season. You know, we could be looking at Real Madrid, Southampton in the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 mental what could happen with how how teams are and how people are giving away points and goals and and everything else um 
I, I just don't think it's going to be as cut and dry as most seasons where you go, oh, well, whoever's top of Christmas is normally whoever wins it. I do think, though, I, I, I sort of disagree with the first time tonight with there, Matt, but I do agree with Chris. I, I only threw it in because I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I do think that these next six games are sort of going to be where, you know, not make, it's not a make or break, don't get me wrong, but I do think it's going to be a barometer to see where we are going to end up. So, so, te- so technically you do agree with me because that's basically what I said is it's not make or break. You've it's just coined it, in a, you've coined it in a shorter way. Well, <laughs> I think that you made me lose my flow now, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not make or break, but I think if we if we turn over these teams, I think the confidence that that's going to give us and the belief that it's going to give us is, is going to essentially push us on, and you know, and it's also going to move us away from. Now, if we turn over Liverpool at Anfield, I mean, they haven't lost at Anfield in an how long? Yeah. You're going back a year and a half or something stupid. Um, it's, going to knock, it's, going to, it's going to knock their confidence and it's going to give us a massive lift. So well, I did, you know what? And this, I'll, I'll be honest, you kind of, and I'm, I'm going to completely agree with you, Mark. I think, you know, I, I do with what, everything you're saying. I, I completely but what, you're right. And, it's, and the reason why I say I don't think it's going to matter so much is because you're right. If we beat Liverpool, we beat Chelsea, we'll get results against Chelsea, Liverpool and Arsenal and Man City. Now, that's going to do Spurs' confidence. The players the world are good because of our record against the conventional top six. Mm. Right? Leicester and um, Palace. It's the Palace. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, you know, if we get beat, we kind of, we can live with that. I think the confidence, there's more confidence to be gained from getting a good result, whether that be a win or a draw, against those four than there is about whatever the result is against the other two. And like you say, it's, it's the confidence because of our records in previous years against teams like that. And you're right. So, that's, so in a way, maybe we're both right. I said maybe, <laughs> maybe because and the only no, the only reason why I say that is because you're right. It's about the confidence, yeah. and I think you know, and maybe it's not as important as regards the points to a degree oh, yeah, because exactly. it's about how we do against those teams that's okay. going to make us think we're because this is where they probably see themselves as players how have we improved well we've done Man City a few times we're starting to do Chelsea regularly we've just smashed Liverpool at home uh, do you know what I mean exactly and um, yeah. not just our confidence the, the, conf- the, the knock and confidence to them teams as well and the belief around everyone they're leaping on look at Tottenham they're fucking sitting top of the league they've just fucking beat Liverpool at Anfield I think if we everyone then starts talking going oh actually Tottenham fucking might do it you know people start panicking then we start no no mate we're never gonna we're never gonna we're never gonna be good enough according mate it doesn't matter whether we beat mate we could beat Liverpool we could do what we did we could do Liverpool we did to Man United and Jamie Carragher still gonna turn around and say you know I just don't think they've got the defence to do it it's Liverpool's to lose but Jamie Carragher doesn't. Jamie Carragher doesn't matter. If we end up turning those teams over, it will it will tell the players and give the players a belief we can win this league. And then and then and then you've got the manager there who's going to be able to harness that because he knows. I mean, all of the, all of the teams he's won leagues with have had players there, and all the players like we can win this league. And then he's just been there using that to. You know, motivate them and, and work out. With previous years, the players under Pochettino, I don't think the players really believe that they could win that league. No. 
And, and beating, beat, I mean, if you beat, if you get nine points out of nine against City, Chelsea, Arsenal, the players will then start believing we can win this league, and then you you push on from there. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I think if you if you look at where where we're, we're sat now, and if you take genuine belief of how um, and lucky we were, I'm only going to say against Newcastle. I'm not even going to say against uh, West Ham because we should have cleared our lines a lot better. Yeah. We we deserve we, we deserve we, that. We deserve yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. We would be sat what point clear at the top right now. Going into this international break, and if you can sit there and go, well, you look at that. That realistically, okay, now we, yeah, based on the fact that VAR is shit, yeah. and the referees' uh, interpretations of these, um, uh, this, the handball rule, actually, we should be sat top of the league right now, yeah. and surely that should be something else that gives the boys confidence yeah. to say, well, actually, it's, it's only because the referee was an arsehole or yeah. this fucking VAR, but. Um, you know, that we're not sat pretty at the top going into the international break. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely think we can do some damage in this next six, in these next six games and then really give some belief to the players. Yeah, hopefully we'll go in there and hit them as hard as Giggs does his girlfriend. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can get that one from Twitter with Colin Boy, haven't you? That's like Troy Deeney as well. I like Troy Deeney, but he was on Talksport saying that he thinks that uh, Kane will beat Greaves' record and Shearer's record, but he's not in the top five Premier League strikers for him. Like, if he beats the record that's been there standing for whenever Shearer made that, yeah. I like Troy Deeney, though. I just don't get it. I just don't get the 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 hate it seems for Harry Kane and or how people jealousy though he does I, I don't know because they weren't doing that about they weren't saying that about Shearer when he was playing they weren't saying you know I don't get it I, I don't even know where do it you know, I do I do I'll tell you exactly what it is mate right because it was the same it was similar you know with um, with with um, Sheringham until he left it's because he's a Tottenham player <laughs> It does seem that way. I, I mean, well, it may. It, it, it's, it's, for me, it's no other way. You look. You look at how you know, or you know, they. <laughs> Sheringham was not given the recognition he, he deserved, right? In my opinion, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're a '96 Athens. He goes to Man United, and all of a sudden, it's Sheringham's this, Sheringham the footballing brain, Sheringham, 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 Sheringham. and it's like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck you. Oh, I go go fuck a lot of this because you know, and I don't I don't know what it is. I, I really have no idea what what the issue is and why Tottenham is such a bone of contention for people um, in the media and and what is so wrong with Tottenham, you know, doing something positive. Yeah. He, he's such a great guy. Like, I don't get it. He doesn't drink. He's with his childhood sweetheart. He's he a family man. Loads of people. You know, he does he's a charity. He's a model professional. Yeah. And role model. 
Exactly. I just don't understand where it comes from. Like, it's so wrong. I don't understand. If he was an arsehole, I would sort of get it. But he's not. Yeah. He's a top, top guy who does everything right, works his ass off, has got where he's got by working so hard. He should be... By being dedicated to his profession. He is, you know what, he's, he, he, should be, he should be up there on... I use the word pedestal very lightly, but I can't think of a better word. Um, you know, and a light shone upon him to say, "This is if you want to be top of your game, this is what you need to do. Yeah. This is the man you need to be." Exactly. You know, um, and he, he doesn't—he doesn't get the credit. And I saw that as partly he Go tried on. to justify why he never got as many England caps as he did. Oh, you know, I had Robbie Fowler, Shearer, Sheringham, Andy Cole in front of me. You know, they had the X factor. No, Sam. He just weren't as fucking good as them. Do you know what I mean? Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Emil Heskey was ahead of him. Well, yeah, that exactly. speaks volumes to just how shit he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Emil Heskey, don't get me wrong. A lovely bloke, lovely fella. I knew right. what he did, the role that he played. He yeah, he did, he was. Left, you know what, he was better at Leicester than at Liverpool, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he was. But, but do you know what? To say that, you know, for, to say Heskey was ahead of Dan Collymore has got to just reiterate just how wank that guy was. <laughs> anyway, fuck Dan Collymore. On that note, we'll end it there before we get any uh, legal complaints. <laughs> well, why, why are we going to get this? Like, Dan Collymore is really going to listen to this and hear us calling him a, a girlfriend beating bastard or writing you know? His I mean? ears might be burning. Um, yeah, Cheers, Mark. Cheers, Mac. Pleasure as always. Cheers. Cheers, uh, yeah, cheers buddy. We said we wouldn't have much to talk about on this one, but this has been the longest one for about a month. <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, like we said, uh, good result. Good grinding out. Uh, three wins out of three. Let's see if we can get uh, 18 points out of the next six and then really put ourselves at the top of the Premier League again and really title contenders. Uh, but we'll, we'll be back after the City game, which is in a couple of weeks. Hopefully you guys will be back on there. Uh, and then hopefully we'll talk about another win. 